and we know that our people, if they're engaged on mobile, why aren't we there? Why aren't we thinking about yeah, that? That's good. If they're watching from their TV, do we even have an opportunity to be present? This is Equip and Engage, a podcast by Subsplash, exploring how ministry, technology, and innovation come together to equip churches around the world to engage their communities. Hi, and welcome to today's podcast where we are going to dive into media and the on-demand culture. I'm one of your hosts today, Carolyn Farney, and I am joined by Chris Sharp. Yeah, and when we're talking about uh, media, we're talking specifically about audio and video and where are people engaged with audio and video today. Yeah, let's dive right in. And what better place to dive in than Chris... Yeah. What do your media <laughs> consumptions look like on a daily basis? Yeah. What, what's that look like for you? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, it's changed tremendously over time. But right now, it's, it's usually first thing is uh, actually the audio Bible in the morning. Listen to the audio Bible while I'm driving. When I'm driving home, I'm listening to either a podcast or the radio. Yes, the radio is still moderately relevant. But uh, I do those two, either listen to a book on tape or podcast. And then at night, it's, it's, it's generally on the TV. So we do have Apple TV. We have Chromecast. We have cable. We have Netflix. We have Amazon Prime. You have them all. <laughs> but uh, generally for me, it's probably watching shows with my wife or my favorite live sports. Oh, I love it. How about it. you, Carolyn? Yeah, same. You know, sports are one of the only things I watch live anymore. Other than that, I think some pretty similar habits to yeah. where in the morning I'm listening to a lot of podcasts and also throughout the day if I'm doing stuff, more the audiobook. But right. then at night, so uh, I got rid of cable to where I just have streaming providers now. Oh. Netflix, my roommate has Hulu. I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of that whole whole combination. So, oh. and one thing I wanted to interject with this too, and, and we'll put a link for, for this in the show notes too, but some stats around video. So this past year, video consumption overall grew by 40%, wow. which is is pretty astounding. Then also we had talked about in previous episodes about just behavior in mobile in general being that over 88% of someone's time is spent in their apps specifically. So in looking at even what they're doing in their apps, over 30% is entertainment alone. Hmm. So it's, we have have definitely as a culture really grown in just video consumption over the years, which I think I can attest to being that Chris, you and I were children of the 80s. That's right. So if you were to look back at your childhood, I mean, what did media consumption yeah. look like back then? A TV with an antenna on it. Yeah. <laughs> Always adjusting <laughs> exactly. it, trying to get the right uh, picture. Yeah, and five and, channels. Right. Yeah. And they were great. <laughs> Watch the commercials. Maybe <clears throat> right. go use the restroom. But <laughs> right. Yeah. So that was it. Yeah. From TV to, you know, really the early 2000s when streaming became capable uh, and was available on computers and on your laptop to, you know, the last 10 years, mobile has just taken over. Yeah. yeah. It's so much easier to ask, access mobile. So now I'm almost exclusively mobile and uh, TV. Absolutely. So even if we go a little further back, I mean, beyond when we were alive, but walk us through just a brief history of how media specifically has helped carry the gospel forward. Right. Yeah. When we talk about media too, we're thinking about, you know, going from an oral tradition of speaking, uh, proclaiming the truth. We have the same truth today. We just have different methods for communication and different channels in which we might communicate. So we look back to, you know, Jesus walking around, right, in, in, uh, in Israel, right? We go to the disciples who go out into the ends of the earth, right? They go all over. We look at Paul who takes advantage of the Roman roads, which was really uh, updated technology of the time. Yeah. Roman roads, ships, had some rough ship, shipwrecks <laughs> along the way. But we look at that too. Gutenberg Press where it starts putting things in people's hands, uh, all the way to radio. We think about Billy Graham's ministry growing through radio. Now people anywhere in the world Absolutely. can have access to hear something that has already taken place or is live 
is incredible, right? To TV, you can watch it. To now, really, the current trends, it is on mobile. It's on your mobile device. You're going to be watching something on your TV. You might see it on your desktop, but mobile is by far the most engaging place to be to access gospel content. And people are hungry for it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's even changed, I mean, our behavior with media too, to where now, like the terminology of binging, to where things like these streaming providers that are offering full catalogs of content, whether that's TV shows, Mm -hmm. to where you start season one, episode one, and you just work your way all the way through, or podcasts and being able to just work your way through an entire catalog of content. Right. You see that, you know, on your iPhone, it says how much time you spent. You're like, I didn't spend that much time in Netflix. No way. (laughs) Wait a second. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. So as we transition to how this connects with ministries, why, why, why do we try to keep up or engage with this on-demand culture? Is this just to stay relevant or is there something more there for ministries? It's it's both more and staying relevant. So same truth, same gospel, but it's really our responsibility to find ways to get that to the ends of the earth, right? And we know that our people, if they're engaged on mobile, why aren't we there? Why aren't we thinking about that? Yeah, that's good. If they're watching from their TV, do we even have an opportunity to be present? And I don't necessarily, it, it could be actual like, live television or being broadcast on, you know, a a network, but also do you have the ability for them to Chromecast to use their Apple TV? Uh, What are we doing as the church to think about being present and showing up where they already are? That's really our responsibility is it's the same truth, but the communication methods, the channels, even the way we talk does change. And so as we've seen with mobile, are we, are we, are we visible on mobile and in a good way? Are we actually relevant in mobile and are we enticing them back into that conversation? Oh, absolutely. So as we start transitioning to hopefully some practical things of what can we do as a ministry to have the biggest impact with our media? And one of them, I think you started to address in regards to, okay, are we thinking about where someone actually is when they're engaging with this? So Chris, what are some of the ways, even if we were thinking about, okay, where should we post? And we'll get right. into maybe what we should consider with the, those channels that yeah. we've thought about, but where should we post? Yeah. First and foremost, as a content creator, you you have your own channels. You have your own audience if you're a church, right? So think about your website is is opportunity number one. And it isn't the most... Uh, the most desired place. Let's be honest. It's not where like people are thinking like, yes, I can't wait to go to my church's website, but it needs to be there. People will go. And if you ask them to go, they will go. So number one, record your content, audio and video. Audio is incredibly relevant today because of mobile. People are in their car, they're running, they're, they're wanting access to audio. Do both if you can, but they prefer video if they, if they have the time to sit down and watch. So get it on your website. From there, we look at mobile and TVs, right? Mobile is where people are far more engaged. Do you have an app? Do you have a podcast? Do you have a place that's relevant? And are you talking about it from there? So uh, different solutions like YouTube. We're fans of YouTube, but use it as your your search engine optimization tool as a way for people to discover you. Put a three to five minute video on there that's really a teaser that draws them in. Don't necessarily make it your landing page because you can have your own channels, which is your website, your own mobile app, your podcast, your Apple TV app, etc. Yeah, absolutely. And even as we think about just a sharing experience as some of the stats we've even quoted in episodes past of, you know, something we've seen on the Subsplash platform is for a ministry, their audience is grown beyond what they were even envisioning. Mm -hmm. And part of that, just you think about the power of sharing and we'll get into more on upcoming episodes about social media, but specifically if you were to share content to Facebook or to Twitter 
what's that person's first experience that is they've never experienced you as a ministry they're not going to go through the hoops that maybe your committed members would go through to engage with content right but they're looking for simplicity so another one in chris in just thinking about how what that experience is like talk a little bit about it even where people are engaging why that should be very easy for them right yeah. Well, there's going to be different barriers, right? As, as you're trying to think about this one, first and foremost, just, just on this is, uh, thinking about how you even get that content, make it easy. It is easy today to have one place to record, to manage and to have one central hub where you distribute it to all of those channels, but your barriers are going to be like, how, how do people find out about it? Does it look good? Right. Am I putting it on a channel that is actually annoying? Am I putting it in a place where they come in and they have to watch an ad? before they get to my gospel content, make it free, give it away, make it as accessible as you can. So do your best to make it visual. And, and some of those things are even like, what's your intro? Does it look good? Right. And if you're doing, and if you're doing video, you, it doesn't have to be the most high quality production ever, but make it look as good as you can, you know, put some thought into the ambiance that's behind it. And so people are going to be engaged on mobile. They're going to be on their TVs. Make sure that you have access to it and that you're promoting it as a part of that. So as we start to wrap this up, I want to just reiterate a couple key points for some takeaways. One, you are a content creator. Also, you can be your own channel. Anything else yeah. that you want no, to add really to, to those kind of takeaways? Yeah. As a content creator, number one is you, you've put time and energy into creating that content. Do something with it. Record it. Both audio and video. Both are incredibly relevant for today. And then what's the channels you're on? And as you talk about that, that's your website, that's your mobile app, that's your podcast. Are you on YouTube? Are you on channels where people are? Put a little bit of effort in it to make it quality. But absolutely, you're a content creator, create a channel. Yeah. And as we wrap up, I love being able to leave you with some questions that you can think and ponder over. So here's some from today's episode. One, without knowing it, are you creating any barriers for people who want to consume your content? Secondly, Have you considered where your audience is engaging with your media and what their experience is like for them? And then finally, knowing that this year your people are engaging 40% more with video, is there any other things that you may wanna record that you wanna put right in their pockets? Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We sure did. If you haven't subscribed yet, go and do that. If this episode made you think of a friend or a colleague, we'd love it if you shared it with them as well. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Equip and Engage, where we're sharing insights learned from thousands of conversations with leaders and pastors around the world. To follow along with these conversations, subscribe today or visit our website.